You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's feast on some early plays with the host of Send It In. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! And he's got a touchdown! Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. It's P.J. Glasser. He is the host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East, also co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. P.J., I want to get to your place, but very quickly here, thank you for waiting on us. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Favorite Thanksgiving dish probably would be stuffing. I also love my mom yeah. makes pumpkin. My mom makes pumpkin bread, which is essentially like you know pumpkin pie uh, kind of, but just like in in bread form. And I, I look forward to that every year. It's so good. Ooh, oh, awesome. I love a good Thanksgiving yeah. carb. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> bread, cakes. Oh, yep. love those carbs. All right, so let's get to some of your plays. Uh, let's look at the slate and see. Oh, man, I'm looking at your plays and I am bracing for impact because I'm wondering if you are taking the under in the Iowa and Nebraska game. Are you playing the total here or do you like a side? Guys, nothing says Thanksgiving. Nothing says I'm thankful than Iowa football. Am I right? We got a barn burner on Friday. Iowa, Nebraska. I'm not going with the total. I am going with Nebraska. I think when we handicap, Rivalry, rivalry week of college football, the final week of the regular season. One of the big storylines are all these five-win teams and who is motivated to make a bowl. And I think Iowa-Nebraska is the perfect storm to back the Horn, the Cornhuskers in this game. Iowa's already wrapped up the Big Ten West. They're already going to Indianapolis and playing in the Big Ten Championship next week. Really no motivation for them. And Nebraska, first year under Matt Rule, you're five and six. You have a chance to beat a ranked Iowa team. You're at home. Like, I just think this is the perfect storm for Nebraska. Now, they're favored by one and a half. And in a game with the total of 26 and a half, this certainly could be a one-point game. So I'm just taking them on the money line, minus 125. But I, I just think we're going to get a highly motivated Nebraska team looking to make a bowl under first-year head coach Matt Rule. So I like the Cornhuskers on Friday. PG, I see the Civil War on the betting slate here. Oregon and Oregon State. I, I like the Beavers here. I feel like Oregon is a little overvalued. Are you with me or do you disagree? 
Jenks, I'm with you. I like the Beavers as well. But my favorite play in this game is actually the total. I like the over mm. 61 and a half. The last 12 meetings between these two teams in the Civil War, 10 of them have gone over the total. We know how elite that Oregon offense is, especially at home. But I think Oregon State's going to be able to score some points as well. You look at their season, much different offense and defense away from Corvallis this season. We just watched, watched them play Washington that game was low scoring, 22 to 20. But you get them away from home. Defense tends to not be as good. Their offense tends to score more points. This game historically has been an over game. So, like the total here, I like over 61 and a half in the Civil War. Ooh, I will be watching that one. And speaking of rivalry matchups, We've got the Iron Bowl that looks pretty one-sided this year. Alabama, of course, the class of this rivalry this year. Uh, but Auburn on the road here. Do you think there is a chance that the Tigers keep it close? Or are you looking at a total? I think there's a great chance that the Tigers keep it close, Chelsea. This game, if it was in Bryant-Denny, Bama would, would win by four touchdowns. But what's going to make this game really interesting is the fact that it's in Jordan-Hare, and Auburn always, always plays Bama tough in Jordan-Hare. Guys, I think one of my favorite stats is Nick Saban. This is going to be the fourth time that he has had an undefeated Alabama team in SEC play. By the time they get to the Iron Bowl in Jordan-Hare, he's 1-2 and two straight up in those three previous games, right? So he can go through the SEC, he can beat LSU, he can beat A&M, he can beat all these teams, but when the Iron Bowl is at Jordan-Hare, even when he's had really good teams in the past, it's always been tough for them to win. And you're getting an Auburn team off of a loss to New Mexico State as four touchdown favorites when they were clearly looking ahead to this game. This is their Super Bowl, right? Like Hugh Freeze, he's in year one. He was brought into Auburn to beat Alabama. One of the best things on his resume was that he beat Nick Saban twice when he was at Ole Miss. So this is what the fans have waited for. This is their Super Bowl. They're going to make a bowl game, but like this can be the highlight in year one for Auburn. So too many points. We're getting a key number with 14 and a half. I think Auburn keeps it close. I like the Tigers. PJ, I can't wait to see what you have to say about this next game, and it is the big one. Number two, Ohio State at number three, Michigan. What's going to happen in this one? Man, it's it's going to be a great game, guys. I mean, it always is. Whenever these two teams are good like this, both 11-0, it's, it's always the must-watch game of the college football year. I'm waiting to see if we can get down to three. If we can get down to a flat mm -hmm. three, I think you have to take Michigan. Even at the three and a half, I'm leaning that way. I mean, this line right now, guys, is telling you that these teams are kind of even, right? Like, you're probably giving Michigan three, maybe even three and a half points for home field just because this is this is home field to the absolute max. I mean, you get Ohio State, both undefeated teams, 106,000 people, more than that probably at the big house. So I just think that Michigan's a little better than Ohio State. Like, I don't think these are even teams. You get Michigan at home. Um, I don't really trust either quarterback in this game. I don't love McCarthy. I don't love McCord. But the unit that I trust the most is that Ohio State, or excuse me, is that Michigan offensive line and their running backs. And ultimately, I think that's the difference. So I'm hoping we get a three, but uh, I do like Michigan to win the game. All right, next up, let's go to the NFL, where I think I know where you're going to be going with this pick. And I want to see if I'm right. Jags, Texans. This is a short spread. The Jags, I believe, laying a point here. Who do you like or what's the play? 
I'm going with the Jags, Chelsea, and uh, I would get it. I would get it before this line keeps climbing up. I think there's a chance Jacksonville could close at like two and a half maybe, but I like a minus 125. And this is all about it's tough to beat a team two times, and Houston already beat Jacksonville earlier this year in Jacksonville. They beat them by 20. Now, historically, the Texans have actually dominated Jacksonville. They won 10 out of their last 11 games against them. This is a massive game, though. The winner of this game controls their destiny in the AFC South, and uh, I just think Jacksonville is the more talented team. Everybody has fallen in love with this Texans team and C.J. Stroud, and how can you not? He's playing awesome football. But uh, I, I just think the Jags are better. Doug Peterson teams tend to play better and better as the year goes on. So uh, I like the Jags here in, in this spot against Houston. We're talking with P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In, every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East, also on Twitter at P.J. Glasser 9. Rams at the Cardinals, a battle in the NFC West. What's going to happen here, P.J.? Guys, the Cardinals have not beaten the Rams at home since 2013. They have lost eight straight home games against the Rams. Sean McVay dominates Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. We saw them pull out another win on Sunday, and he also dominates Arizona in the desert. And this is a pick right now at minus 110. If you want to wait to see the status of Cooper Cup, I can't blame you, but the Rams were still able to come back and win that game without him on Sunday. Um, obviously, the Cardinals, you know, they're back to full strength with Kyler and Connor. They should have won that game last week against Houston, but I, I like the Rams. Stafford tends to pl- usually play pretty well against Arizona, and like I said, they just have their number when they go into Phoenix. So uh, I-, I like the Rams in this game, minus 110. All right, how about the Patriots and the Giants in a game that I don't think anybody wants to watch, but it sounds like you have a play for us. So who do you like? Yeah, I apologize to the listeners for giving out Iowa, Nebraska, and Patriots, Giants. That is just some gross behavior. But uh, these are still football games to wager on, and I still think we have an edge with Patriots minus three in this game. Patriots are coming off a bye. The look-ahead line in this game, guys, was five and a half, and now it's down to three because of the Giants' upset win over the Commanders. I think that game was all about the Commanders. They had six turnovers, and they still had a chance to win that game on the final drive. The Giants gave up nine sacks to Washington, and that was to Washington's defense. I think the Patriots will have some success. DeVito's still terrible. The Giants' offense is still terrible. The only reason they won that game is because Washington literally – kept giving them the ball. I think as long as the Patriots limit the turnovers, their defense will be able to hold down the Giants. They love playing in these kind of games, right? That's why they've won like their last 13 games against the Jets. That's why they dominate Zach Wilson. It's because these kind of games against terrible quarterbacks, when it's going to be low scoring, like this is where the Patriots love to play. So I think they win this game like 17-10, 14-10, something like that. But now that we're getting the minus three guys, I uh, I like New England in this game. He is the co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East. That is live from MGM National Harbor. And check him out today, host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East on the BetQL Network. It is our good friend, PJ Glasser. PJ, we always appreciate it. Guys, thanks as always, and happy Thanksgiving to you. You too. Chelsea, I'm having a hard time focusing right now. I feel like I have senioritis. PJ's talking. I'm listening. I'm working on my picks for tomorrow at the same time. 
I can't wait for this holiday. I can't wait for the time off. I can't wait to put down a parlay on Thanksgiving per your suggestion. I can't wait to at least eat half of a pumpkin pie. Because here is my one beef with the pre-made pumpkin pies at Publix. Why are they so small? I feel like such a pig because every time I get a piece, I'm like, oh my God, this is like a fourth of the pie. Are pies always that small? Like, who are these for? Children? I don't know. Where are you shopping? Did you know that my mom sent me a pie from Texas? I got it in the mail. It's huge. Humongous. That's the kind of pie you need. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's a pie. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's in a box. I can't wait. It's got like a caramel pecan crust on it. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to crush that bad boy. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.